0: Hi, again, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. This is program number 559. 559. If you'd like to have a copy of it to study and put in your library, you may have that free of charge. Uh, Simply tell us at the end of the program, Sharon will tell you how to receive a copy of uh, 559. But uh, please specify whether you want a CD or an audio tape. Whichever it is, it's free of charge, including the postage and handling. Uh, I have uh, scriptures. I have letters. I have music this evening. But right now, let's go to the throne of the Lord and ask him to anoint this program. Father, whatever it is um, that you want, I pray that you pour out your spirit upon me, And on this program and pour out thy spirit upon all flesh that hears it, that they may receive the spirit of life into themselves, that they may be children of the most high God and that the Holy Spirit will get a hold of the people that are falling away or have fallen away. And if there's any chance, Lord, that they can be saved I pray that the church be strengthened and people saved and that you um, give us complete freedom from the sins of the world, the sins of the world, the lusts of the world, the sins of the flesh. Lord, I ask it in the mighty name of Jesus and rebuke the devil for his father. From my heart, I pray these prayers. The sincere prayers of a righteous man shall avail much. Lord God, in Jesus' name I pray, and everyone says amen. 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 And here's Big Springman to sing for you, Shadrach, um, Meshach, and Abednego.
1: From the land of Israel, Shadrach. Meshach, Abednego. And they took a trip to the land of Babylon, Shadrach. Meshach, Abednego. Nebuchadnezzar was the king of Babylon, Shadrach. Meshach, Abednego. He took a lot of gold, and he made an idol, Shadrach. Meshach, Abednego. Abednego. <laughs> And you told everybody when you hear the music of the cornet and the flute and the harp, you must fall down and worship the idol, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego. But the children of Israel would not bow down Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego Couldn't fool them with a golden idol Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego I said you couldn't fool them with a golden idol Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego Killing in the fiery furnace. Shadrach, Meshach Abednego. Heaped on the coals and the red hot brimstone. Shadrach, Meshach Abednego. Seven times hotter, hotter than it ought to be. Shadrach, Meshach Abednego. Burned up the soldiers, what the king had put down. Shadrach, Meshach Abednego. What the Lord sent an angel with snowy white wings Down in the middle of the furnace Talking to the children about the power of the gospel Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego Well, it couldn't even burn a hair on the head of Shadrach Meshach, Abednego laughing and a-talking while the fire was a jumping round ho ho ho, Meshach ben Niko now O Nebuchadnezzar called Adar, when he saw the power of the Lord, and they had a big time in the house of Babylon Shadrach, Meshach ben Niko uh, uh,
2: uh,
0: Amen, brother. Praise the Lord. Amen. Well, that's you know when people walk in the Spirit, they have that assurance that the Lord is with them at all times. And when uh, when we are crucified with Christ, then we are dead with Him, and uh, on the cross, and we've also resurrected with Him. He had to die out to the flesh all his life and then at the end he was crucified and we lived our life uh, where we just did everything we wanted to do or we thought we were going to be able to do what we wanted to do uh, but the lord said that he had to die if we want to live he had to uh, go to heaven this is john chapter 16 verse 7. He says, nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is absolutely necessary. It is expedient, necessary for you, for you that I go away. Well, I thought Christ was with us today. Oh, you, Unless he appears to you as he did Paul and myself, uh, you're not going to see Jesus, uh, but in his word. But uh, we do have something better than just seeing him with us. He says, it's expedient and necessary for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter, this Holy Spirit, the life-giving Spirit, will not come unto you. But um, in other words, well, I'm going to finish this. But if I uh, depart... I will send him unto you. So there's a substitute now. We don't have Jesus to walk with us in this world, uh, in his human body. But now he has become the life-giving spirit, and he now uh has poured himself into us once we go to the cross and die uh, the death. Because he said, I can bring forth life if I sow my life on the cross. If I give my life on the cross and shed my blood for you, well, then you can be for, forgiven for your sins. And then also after I raise from hell, death, uh, the grave, and I ascend into heaven, then I will turn. I will be a life-giving spirit. I'll be the comforter. And when you come to me and say, I want this is the end of my life. I'm not, I don't want to live that this kind of life any longer, but I want to be crucified with you, Christ, and I want to deny myself all the things of this world that I used to do before I was saved, unless some of the things I did were good, but nevertheless, I wasn't filled with your spirit. I want to be filled with you. I don't just want you walking by me. I want you in me. I want you deep inside of me. So he says, if I don't go away, the Comforter will not come unto you. In other words, the Comforter is eternal life. Uh, He said he will come to us with the Father by the Spirit, and the Spirit, and to live in us, but only when we're crucified. uh, We agree to be crucified to end the kind of life that we were living before. And um, one of the things that we have to end is false doctrine. Because false doctrine, if we receive it, will throw our souls right into hell. Because only Jesus is the comforter and Jesus is the word of God. Now, one thing, I just every day I think I'd like to just blast false doctrine off the map. There's a lot of false teachers today that say that uh, um, angels came down from heaven and had sexual relationships with human beings, but it says is that the uh, uh, the sons of God went into the daughters of men and had sexual relationships. And giants uh, came forth because that isn't what it says. It says, said the sons of God now angels have never been called the sons of God. In the Hebrews one five it says for unto which of the angels said God at any time thou art my son so god never called angels sons did he no no he never did he says not at any time has god called angels sons this uh, and never has he said this day have i begotten thee so the sons of god are not wicked angels or they're not even good angels because god never called any angels sons So the sons of God were actually the sons of Seth. And uh, they went into the daughters of men, which were the the offspring uh, of uh, Cain, because they were lost. And the Bible tells us not to be unequally yoked with unbelievers. Angels also don't have any reproductive organs. They can't have children. They can't have children sexual relationships because they don't have uh, reproductive organs and so when we get to heaven our uncomely organs will fall off the bible says we won't have them anymore because once we get to heaven there's no more babies being born and angels don't have babies we must be born again of the spirit and only those that are spiritual go to heaven and when we go there we have no longer any reproductive organs, all right? Mm. So, we have to walk in the Spirit. That means the Word. Jesus is the Word. He's the Spirit. He's the life-giving Spirit. And he is the river of water that flows into us. So, now Christ is not only walking with us, but he is in us. So, we have a closer relationship with Jesus than uh, the people in the Old Testament had because Christ would appear to them now and then, but uh, they were not, they didn't have Christ in them. Uh, John sixteen seven again, nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is absolutely necessary for you that I go away. I, I'm not going to be with you as a human being any longer. From now on, I'm going to be the life-giving spirit. I'm going to live in you. So people should praise the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen. Should the life-giving spirit that quickened you unto life. And so, you know, people say, Jesus, Jesus. But what about the Holy Spirit? Amen? Amen. Yeah. Jesus was a man who paid the price so that we could be, um, that our sins could be washed away because As I said in the uh, message yesterday that when God sees, uh, the sins, our sins on Christ, they're all on Him now. Because He became sin for us, for us, for us. So that we could become the righteousness of God if we die out to sin, if we sin no more. Now, we can't be the righteousness of God unless we die out Uh, We are crucified on the cross with Christ. So he says, it's necessary that I go away. Because if I don't go away, the comforter will not come unto you. And then how could we walk by the Spirit? If the comforter or the Holy Spirit doesn't come unto us and into us. But if I depart, I will send him. I promise you, you know, Jesus is impossible for him to lie. Uh, I will send the Holy Spirit unto you. Because Christ was made a life-giving spirit. Read it in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 45. Please read it.
3: The first man, Adam, was made a living soul. Okay,
0: now there was the first man, his name was Adam. And he was uh, God blew the breath of life into him And he became a living soul And because of the fact that Eve uh, Who was taken out of his oh, one of his ribs It was made out of one of his ribs She uh, sinned by listening to Satan And then she became Satan's first evangelist And gave uh, her husband Adam to eat Now both of them are called Adam Adam and his wife are one They are called Adam. But she was called Eve, but together they're Adam. Because she is bone of his bone and flesh of his flesh. Now, can I read it again?
3: The first man, Adam, was made a living soul. The last Adam was made a life-giving spirit. Okay, the last
0: Adam is Christ. Because there's only two men. Because uh, the first man failed god raised up himself he came into this world as a man raised himself up kept all the commandments in a human body and so he's called the last adam because there's you're either in the first adam or in the last adam and if i were you i would choose to be in the last adam because in him there is no death there is no death so long as you continue on in his spirit. Now what does that mean? Well Christ became. He was made a life giving spirit. So when he enters into us. He said if I don't go away. <laughs> I won't be able to enter into you. Don't you get it? Amen. Because you don't have any life. Until the life giving spirit. Comes into you. you have uh, this uh, carnal life, this temporal life, but you don't have eternal life into you until the life-giving Spirit uh, quickens you unto eternal life. It is also called the quickening Spirit. That uh, Christ was made a quickening Spirit. Uh, that, uh, in other words, when He enters into it's like a, and we keep reading His Word, then it's like a river of living water that's in us and if that same spirit that was in christ that raised him from the dead see he went away so that he could come and go into heaven and send himself which was the comforter it comforts us because he's with us and we know that he's with us when we read his word and we see we get in trouble and we call unto him and the Lord sees that uh, it's Christ that's calling unto him because Christ moves us to pray to the Lord. And when the Lord looks down, he says, that's Tony, or that's you. And he says, the, uh, you're going to hell because you sinned. And you say, nay, Lord, because my sins, you sent your son into the world and uh, made him sin." You let all of our sins just fry him. Our sins fried him. They beat him because of our sins and crucified him. And then he went to hell for us because he had to become a life-giving spirit to give life to all of us that are willing to be crucified on the cross with Christ. We have to be dead with him. That's First Corinthians 15, 45. Now continue on reading it.
3: The first man, Adam, was made a living soul. The last Adam was made a life-giving the spirit. Li-
0: the last Adam, Christ, was made a what?
3: Life-giving spirit.
0: A life-giving spirit. Well, what does that mean? Because he says that he's going to send himself unto us. He's going to give himself his Holy Spirit unto us so that he can be with us and never leave or forsake us if we keep his commandments. But if we walk away from him after we've been given the life-giving spirit and after we've given our life to death on the cross, if we've given up this world and the lust of this world, well then we have, he'll never leave or forsake us. We have him in us as a life the eternal life-giving Spirit. All right, so if the same Spirit that raised uh, Jesus from the dead is in us, then we also shall rise from the dead because the life-giving Spirit is in us, and our body can die, but that means our Spirit goes on because the Lord gave us of His Spirit, His eternal Spirit, His eternal life, and that means that we have it, and eternal life never dies, because it's eternal. Amen? Amen. So read that scripture, it's Romans 8, 11 through 14.
3: But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you.
0: Yes. Th- this life-giving Spirit in you will raise you up from the dead and take you right into the kingdom of heaven. Now, I want you to read Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. How did the Apostle Paul have the unmitigated gall to say, uh, if we walked not after the flesh, but after the Spirit? Okay, it says... Those that walk not after the flesh, but after the Holy Spirit shall have eternal life. Well, how can we stop walking in the flesh? Well, we have to be crucified with Christ. We have to die out from this world. And by the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, the life-giving Spirit, Christ that enters us, who will now walk in and through us, gives us the spiritual strength that he had. Because he said, even greater, works would we do than what he did. Because there's more of us that have uh, died out. We have to become like a grain of uh, wheat that is uh, sown in the ground. And then we resurrect just a few days uh, later the the grain of, of wheat. And when the grapes are harvested, they crush them and when the wheat comes up we crush it and we make a flour out of it and make bread and that's why the lord says that we are the bread Uh, he is the bread of life and when we eat of him when we eat his word when we believe his word that we must be crucified with christ so that when we live we still live on in this world to a point because eventually The life that we had, which was temporal, will die. But Christ in us, that spirit of Christ in us will live forevermore if we sin no more. So read Galatians 2.20.
3: I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me.
0: Yes, Christ, the Comforter, the Holy Spirit lives in him. We're not like the disciples where we can just, uh, go to Jesus and, uh, uh, talk to him and see his human form, uh, because he was crucified. He gave up uh, the life, the carnal life. He uh, didn't have, he was tempted in every way, but refused all the, uh, lusts of this world, the lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. And therefore he was crucified. Uh, that we can follow that pattern. We must be also crucified, not on a cross, but we must uh, willingly give up this uh, carnal life that we lived before, as Paul did. He says, uh, I didn't believe in Christ. I was persecuting Christians. I was taking them to be killed. I held the coats of the people that stoned Stephen." But now, uh, Paul said, I am crucified with Christ. And I live, but not I. It's Christ that lives in me because I'm crucified. I beat my body black and blue. I just, in other words, when I know that the Bible says not to do this, I don't do it. I make myself, because I don't want the, uh, the comforter, to leave my body. Because if Satan becomes so strong of a temptation to me that I come down off the cross, that I don't carry the cross anymore, that I don't uh, deny the flesh, the is, <laughs> that this flesh wants, if I don't deny it, well, then I uh, will be destroyed. Because only if I lose this life that I lived before shall I gain eternal life. But if I gain this life here, which is a scum, then I'm going to lose my eternal life. The comforter is going to depart from me. Now, if we be dead, so we have to be dead with Christ. And the scriptures say, if we be dead with Christ, we will live with him. That's Romans 6, 3 through 11. Now we say we can't say if we be dead, we must be dead, amen, amen. if we want to have eternal everlasting life. okay so read that Romans six uh, chapter six verse three through eleven.
3: Know ye not that so many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death
0: right once you ask the Holy Spirit to enter into you, because you're saying to the Lord when you do that, that I, I want to give up all this because I can see that there's no profit. This whole world is going to hell. There's no more jobs. Uh, there's no more peace and safety on the face of this earth. And each president and all the kings and the, the longer time goes on, God is cursing the earth and there's no more peace or safety. Uh, there's no enjoyment on earth. Uh, motion pictures and uh, television is so corrupt that it's not, uh, if we see that, then we're allowing those carnal things to enter our spirit, into our soul. There's so many demonic things that, uh, like Harry Potter and all the other things that are going on in the world. And the more we let that into our soul, the harder it's going to be for us to ever become born again uh, or to deny our flesh or to allow our flesh to be crucified. With uh, Christ and with the Apostle Paul, and with me, I am crucified with Christ. Yet I live, but not me; it's Christ that lives in me. That's Galatians two twenty. Now, if we be dead with Christ, we will live with Him. Romans six three three eleven. Start it again.
3: Know ye not that so many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into His death?
0: That's right. So if you haven't been baptized into Christ's death, if you're not dead, uh, I'm afraid you're not saved. Okay, then what?
3: Therefore we are buried with him.
0: Yes, we're buried. If you're buried, if you're dead with Christ, then you cannot partake in the things of this world. You can no longer sin. Because the life-giving Spirit has given you the power to be able to keep the commandments. And you've got Christ with you and you don't want to lose him. Because the spirit of God is like a dove, the life-giving spirit. And when he sees you uh, uh, not living the life, you know the word, you talk the talk, but you don't walk the walk. You don't continuously keep the Lord on your mind. Too many people have got Georgia on their mind, but not Christ. Amen? Amen. Now the Lord says that we must have him on our mind all day long. No, not like. A lot of people say, no, that's too square. No, you're the square, okay? If you believe that, at the, begin again, Romans 6, 3 through 11.
3: Know ye not that so many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ... Every
0: one of us that was baptized in Jesus Christ have been baptized into his death.
2: Amen.
3: Amen?
0: Amen. So Christ never came off the cross until he was dead. Then they buried him, and he went to hell... Uh, for us, and then he conquered hell, death, hell, and the grave, and then he ascended later into the kingdom of heaven. Then continue on.
3: Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death.
0: Yeah, by baptism. Baptism, what does that mean? It means when the baptism of the Holy Spirit comes down, that you're baptized in the Spirit and you baptize that that mortifies your flesh in other words it kills the desires of the flesh when your mind is on the lord all the time so as many people figure out they say why can't we uh one day we're up and one day we're tempted so much and another day we're this uh, we're uh we have victory and the next day we're just uh full of bitterness and we cannot seem to stand well, listen, my friend, if you're dead, no, nothing affects you, Yeah. okay? Only the Holy Spirit that tells you what to do. There's a flowing uh, that comes from inside you and comes out, and you live the spiritual life. Because it's the Holy Spirit that is with you now, and if you don't believe that the Holy Spirit is with you, then you don't have faith, and you're not saved. We're only saved by faith, and if you're saved, you have faith. That you're baptized into the death of Christ, and therefore, if you're you're dead to the things of this world, you're in Christ, and you're baptized into His death. By in other words, the Holy Spirit has given you life. Then you have life, but you're still carnally. You don't have anything to do with the world. You eat and all the things the Lord allows you to eat, and all those sort of things. However. Uh, you must not sin any longer. The Lord, by the Holy Spirit living in us, gives us the power to keep his commandments. Now, this is why it's so ludicrous for people to give uh, give out all these stories that I want to kill people, that I beat people, that I do all kinds of sins like that, when really I'm walking in the Holy Spirit. I'm baptized into Christ's death. I'm not doing anything that Christ uh, wouldn't do, okay? Amen. If uh, Christ won't do it, it's for sure I won't. All right? Amen. Because I've been baptized into the Lord's death, and I've given up all sin. So the ones that are accusing me of sin or any other Christian, you're the sinner. Because you're not, uh, you haven't been baptized in the life or into God's Christ's death, and you haven't been resurrected from death unto life by the Holy Spirit. Okay, then what?
3: That like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father.
0: The glory of the Father is the power of God, which all power in heaven and on earth belongs to Christ. So God doesn't have any power except Christ. Christ said, I lay my life down. No one can take my life, but I lay my life down and I raise it up. Because I am, he's saying the Father, and I'm the Holy Spirit, and I am the Son. Okay, then what?
3: That, like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life.
0: Yeah, well, the new life, the the uh, Holy Spirit life, not the life we once lived, because that life has to be um, drowned or uh, baptized. We baptized into Christ's death. We nailed with Him on the cross, and we no longer. We live, but not according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. Because there's no condemnation at all to those that walk not after the flesh, but after the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen. Because we've been baptized into Christ's death, which which will definitely mortify or destroy your former desires uh, of this life and that your desires will all be heavenward, heavenward, okay? Okay, now go ahead.
3: For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection.
0: Isn't that wonderful? Amen. So if we're planted into his death, then dead people don't lust anymore. They don't want to fornicate or commit adultery. They don't want to be a homosexual or a lesbian. Uh, They don't want to be a thief or a liar any longer. They don't. They don't want to be a whoremonger. They don't want to be a drunkard. But they want to be crucified with Christ. They want the life-giving spirit to continue in them to the end. So we patiently must allow the Holy Spirit to flow in us like a river of water so that we can... um, have the life-giving spirit in us at all times. All right, so we've got some other scriptures here. Galatians uh, 5, 24 and 25.
3: And they that are Christ's... have Now, if
0: you belong to Christ, then what?
3: Have crucified the flesh. If
0: you're of all those that are really of the Lord, have crucified the flesh. Amen? Amen. Mm -hmm. Read it again.
3: And they that are Christ's, have crucified the flesh.
0: They that belong to Christ have already crucified the flesh. They already have been baptized into his death. They no longer live uh they let Christ live in them. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Okay, then what?
3: With the affections and lusts. If we live Okay, in
0: the- so you've gotten rid of all the uh uh affections and lusts of this world. Because now you lust for eternal life, you have the Holy Spirit in you, that uh, the you have the life-giving Spirit, the quickening Spirit. In other words, Christ liveth in you. Not only oh Christ, because Christ is not divided from the Father. The Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit are one. They are all one. God is one God, and He has those three parts: Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So. They will all, the fullness of the Godhead bodily, will live in you and give you the desire that Christ had. If you're baptized into his death, then you shall also live. Okay, go ahead.
3: If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit.
0: Yeah, if you say that you're alive in the Spirit, you can say all kinds of things. Catholics can say they are Christians, and I believe that a lot of Catholics are Christians, the lower echelon of the Catholic Church. Uh, they, uh, some of those people are spiritual, and uh, God knows how many, but uh, the high echelon, they are, they're the ones that are causing all the problems in the world, and those naive people that are in that church, they need to get out of there. The Lord says, come out of her, my people. Amen? Amen. All right, so I'll read that again. I love that.
3: And they that are Christ's have crucified the flesh with the affections and lusts. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit.
0: Well, if we be dead with Christ, we will live with him. Amen? Amen. Amen. So read Romans 6, 3 through 11 again.
3: Know ye not that so many of us, as were baptized into Jesus Christ, were baptized into his death? Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death.
0: Yeah, how can a buried person uh, go out and get drunk anymore, commit adultery, or be a homosexual anymore? How can they? Huh? can't. Can you be a... A whore whore any longer? No. Can you be a lesbian any longer or a uh, homosexual? No. No, because you're buried. Every homosexual that dies, if they be dead without uh, receiving the life-giving spirit, well, they're dead and in hell. And so we need to get the life-giving spirit in us now before we die because then we bury that homosexual spirit and that lust or the lesbian lust or all the lusts that are in the world all this pornography uh drunkenness all the evil things in this world beastility all those things have gone away we become new creatures in christ jesus amen amen okay no, we already read that the same Spirit that uh, resided in Christ uh, rose him from the dead. If you be in Christ, he'll raise you from the dead as well. Amen? Amen. Okay, now then, let's see here. Let's uh, read some from chapter 5 of Galatians, starting out with verse 1. Go ahead, Sharon.
4: Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free.
0: Okay, so stand fast in that Christ's death and be stand fast in the resurrection. You've been resurrected from death by being crucified on the cross. In other words, by giving up all your worldly lusts and able to do it, not just talk about it, but be about it by the Holy Spirit, the life-giving Spirit in you. Then what?
4: And be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Yeah,
0: don't go back into sin again. For if we sin, we're going to die and go to hell. That's what the Bible teaches. Christ came here to free us from the bondage of the carnal life. He came to uh, be crucified so that he could send, wash away all our sins, and then send himself by the Holy Spirit into us. So that we could have victory over the death, hell, the grave, the flesh, all the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life, sin, Satan, and the world. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay, then what?
4: Verse 2. Behold, I, Paul, say unto you, that if ye be circumcised, Christ shall profit you nothing. No,
0: there isn't anything that you can do to your flesh outwardly that's going to profit you if you be circumcised. That won't help anymore because the Lord wants to circumcise your heart. He wants to cut by the Holy Spirit into your heart and enter into your heart as the life-giving spirit so that his spirit is in you and flowing in you and giving you power over sin, Satan, and the world, death, hell, and the grave. That's what the Lord wants for you. Okay, then continue on.
4: Verse 3, for I testify again to every man that is circumcised, that he is a debtor to do the whole law.
0: Verse 4. Why? Yeah, I mean, no one can keep the law. The law, the Lord wants, because we're too alive to sin. And so that's why the Lord came to uh, live in us by the Spirit, because the Spirit is more powerful than the law. We cannot keep the law if we don't have the life giving Spirit living us. The Christ is the only one that ever conquered uh, death, hell, the grave, sin, Satan, and the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. And He's the only one that gained life eternal for us. And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lusts. We've given all that up. Uh, if we live in the spirit, let us, and then I'm going up to, to the page here, let us do what? Let us also walk in the spirit. Let us live our life on a daily basis in the spirit. Let us, us uh, not be desirous of vain glory. In other words, people give up their um salvation or the life giving spirit to get glory of men. They play football, they want to win this award, uh, basketball, football, boxing and all these things. And when they don't win any longer then they're dogs. This is vainglory. In other words, it's emptiness. Provoking one another and envying one another. Why should you envy any person? Because the only one that we should want is Christ. Because he is the only one that has is the life-giving spirit. And if we don't have the spirit of life, we do not have life. We don't have eternal life. Then what?
4: Christ has become of no effect unto you, whosoever of you are justified by the law.
0: Yeah, in other words, if you're walking by the flesh, Christ is not going to justify you. If you have uh, take glory, if you're seeking recognition from your peers, if you want everybody in the office to think you're some glorious person for whatever you make them think that you're doing and you're really not doing that much, then uh, that's vain glory. It's all in vain. It's of no value. Then what?
4: Ye are fallen from grace.
0: Yeah, you've fallen away from uh, the power of the Holy Spirit, the life-giving Spirit. You've fallen away. Now, the Bible right there is telling you that you can fall away from eternal life. Amen? Amen. It says so right there. Because you not living according to the life-giving Spirit. And we give all the glory to God. Now, we're the bread of life. Jesus said, I am the bread of life. And then he said that we are the bread of life. He says, I am the light of the world. And then we are the light of the world. By virtue only of the Holy Spirit, Christ living in us, the Comforter. But you're nothing. You're not part of him. You're nothing to do with him whatsoever. If you are not, uh, if you're not living the spiritual life, if you're not crucified, if you are not mortified or dead to the uh, things of this world, you're just trying to impress people. And let's face it, you know who uh, do you want to impress? The president that lies to you, all the different presidents. Is that who you're trying to impress? Or your husband, your wife? Why would you want to impress them? Impress the Lord. People say, well, I don't have what we I need. I don't have what I want in this life. The Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God. That's the first thing you want to do. And then everything will be added unto you. And God will give you the desire of your heart. Amen? Amen. That's what the Bible says. And I found that to be true. Sure, I went through some years of uh, going through the fire, but there isn't anything, honestly, that I have any desire for in this world. I live, uh, uh, <laughs> I don't have to live the way I do, but uh, I love uh, beans and I eat beans every day, sometimes two and three times a day. I don't eat steak at all. I don't eat any kind of that stuff or any dairy. or right, So, you know, I own a Beatles album that's worth over a 100000000 million, I'm told. Uh It's a collector's item, and people would really buy it. But I didn't sell it because I want people to know that I'm dead to the world and to the things of the world. It used to make me happy to know that I own a Beatles album. And, boy, am I going to make a lot of money. I want to make so many millions that I don't have to say, yes a boss to anybody <laughs> that's vain glory isn't it yeah. when i got to the lord that was the only thing i could possibly think of i just thank and praise the lord that i received immortality and i'm going to keep the dove the holy spirit with me all my life to the end i just pray to god that you will too okay then what
4: Verse 5 For we through the Spirit wait for the hope of righteousness we by faith. We through the Spirit? We through the Spirit.
0: Yeah. We because the Spirit that's in us do what?
4: Wait for the hope of righteousness by faith. Uh,
0: yeah. Uh, we have righteousness, but because by faith we continue on keeping God's commandments because we have the power to do it by the life giving, by Christ living in us. And so we do that because we, his, he has given us faith because faith comes by our hearing the word. If we hear the word and we, in other words, we really hear it, it enters into our spirit and Christ grows in us and gives us more power day by day. We're not interested in the flesh any longer. All right. Then what else? Verse 6, for in
4: Jesus Christ neither circumcision availeth anything. No,
0: it's nothing. It's just an outward appearance. Then what?
4: Nor uncircumcision, but faith which worketh by love.
0: Yeah. And faith works by love. Love, well, what do you mean by love? Love is the keeping of God's commandments. That's what John stated in his first, second, and third, uh, one of the first, second, and third John, okay? He says, faith worketh by love. Love is the keeping of God's commandments. Then what?
4: Verse 7, ye did run well. Who did hinder you that ye should not obey the truth?
0: Yes, because there are some people that uh, didn't obey the truth, that uh, just lived by the Spirit. Now, it was faith that got you saved, faith in that Christ died for you and was crucified for you. And now he wants you to be crucified and die. And he says, now, come on, deny yourself and follow me don't follow football baseball basketball boxing wrestling and all these different things don't be influenced by them whatsoever but continue on in me for all those that continue in me shall be saved if they continue to the end okay then what
4: verse 8 this persuasion cometh not of him that calleth you Verse 9, a little leaven leaveneth the whole lump. Yeah,
0: a little sin will destroy your entire soul. Because the Lord will not allow any sin into the kingdom of heaven. Not one. Not one spot, not one blemish, not one wrinkle. Go ahead.
4: Verse 10, I have confidence in you through the Lord that you will be none otherwise minded.
0: Uh, He's saying, I hope you don't because I, I don't want to see any of you lost. Then what? Because sin... Sin will destroy your soul. Then what?
4: But he that troubleth you shall bear his judgment, whosoever he be.
0: Yeah, anybody that troubles you by trying to tempt you into sin, by trying to get you to sin or to fall back into the world, uh, what does he say about that?
4: He that troubleth you shall bear his judgment.
0: Yeah, God's going to bear. He's going to. You're going to bear judgment. God is going to condemn you. Then what
4: verse eleven, and I brethren, if I yet preach circumcision, why do I yet suffer persecution?
0: Yeah, because if you go along with religion, whether the Hebrew or Catholic religion or anything like that, uh, you know uh, we are going to we won't suffer persecution, all right, but we suffer persecution, Paul said from the Jews. Because they believe that you have to be circumcised in the flesh. And he's saying you don't. We have to be circumcised in the heart. Well, I see my time is up right now. And so, you know, circumcision of the uh, the heart is when you ask the comforter, if you ask Christ to come into you, and he will fill you with rivers of water. All right? And... um, that takes crucifixion you need to be buried in christ into his death and you can do that right now by asking the lord to enter into your spirit and that means that if you let him then that circumcises your heart and the things you used to love you'll hate and the things that you hated you will now love so say this prayer that your soul might be saved uh, in the name of Jesus. Say to the the Father, say, My Lord and my God have mercy upon my soul, a sinner. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God and that he died on the cross and shed his precious blood for the forgiveness of all my former filthy sins and that he became a a life-giving spirit after he ascended into heaven and now lives in me with the Father, with you, Father, and the Holy Spirit. I believe that you raised Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. And, Lord, I open the door of my heart, and I invite you into my heart, Lord Jesus, with the Holy Father and by the Spirit, because it's the life-giving Spirit that's going to enter into me now. Lord, uh, wash all my former filthy sins away in the precious blood that you shed for me. You will not turn me away, Lord Jesus. You will save my soul. I know because your word says so. Your word says that you'll turn no one away, and that uh, certainly includes me. Therefore, I know that you have heard me, and I know that you have answered me, and I know that I'm saved, and I thank you and praise you, Lord Jesus. For saving my soul. And raise your hands up in praise and thank the Lord. And read the King James Version of the Bible. Now Sharon, tell them um, how to receive a copy of this program, number 559. It's
4: free. Go to alamoministries.com or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, P.O. Box 6467, Texarkana, Texas 75505 or call area code 479 782 seven three seven zero that's four seven nine seven eight two seven three seven zero or fax to area code four seven nine seven eight two seven four zero six.
0: Praise the Lord the Bible says that the word of God is the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus is the word of God. And I'm here singing for you his name in other words the word of God Is wonderful because it gives you life eternal and causes the life giving Spirit, the Word of God, to live in your spirit forever so long as you continue on in the Word.
5: His name wonderful His name is wonderful His name is wonderful Jesus my Lord He is the mighty Master of everything His name is wonderful Jesus my Lord He's the great shepherd